This is the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast, session number 89. Dance happenings and more in the year 1989. Five, six, seven, eight. Hi there, and welcome to session number 89 of the Dancepreneuring Studio. I'm Annette Bone, and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I've had some incredible conversations with dancers, choreographers, entrepreneurs who have shared their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. So I encourage you to listen to past sessions so you can hear the array of artists that I've had on the podcast. And this week, it's just me and you. So coming up in our Step to Success segment, The Power of the Plus Sign. In our Dancer's Dialect segment, Strike a Pose. In our Freestyle Flow segment, State of Mind, Not Date of Birth. And in our feature presentation, Dance Happenings and More from the year 1989. This is going to be fun. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello, this is Homer. And Christina Ladas. And we are the founders of the Organic Tango School. You're listening to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio with Annette Bone. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and your business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, and in this case, it's a hack, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. So if you know me or you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know I'm totally into productivity hacks, email hacks, all kinds of things that make life easier or fun ways to do things that make it more efficient and that kind of thing. And so these two hacks, I will link in the show notes at annettebone.com forward slash 089. And they're really simple. And they are from the Google Gmail blog. And it's two hidden ways to get more from your Gmail address. And the first thing is you can append a plus sign or any combination of words or numbers after your email address, and it'll still go into your email. For example, if I wanted to see or filter my subscriptions to Yoga Journal or Dance Magazine, I would put, when I subscribe, Annette Bone plus yogajournal at gmail.com. And then I would still get that in my regular Gmail address, or I can do Annette Bone plus Dance Magazine or Annette Bone plus Dance Mag 1, something with the characters or words, numbers, whatever, after my Gmail address, and I would still get it. So this is a way you can keep your subscriptions organized. And also, if you are in the habit of creating different email addresses, you don't have to do that because now you can do that within just one Gmail account. And also for testing, it's great for for testing different things too. The second thing is that Gmail doesn't recognize periods in your email address. So for example, my Gmail address is annette.bone at gmail.com. But if you were to take out the period, you could do annettebone at gmail.com without the period or Annette Bone period at gmail.com, I would still get it or wherever it wherever you put the period, it's not going to recognize it and I'll still get it and I can still filter it. So those two Gmail hacks will help you organize your inbox if you're interested in doing so, which of course I am. (laughs) So it's fun to do that. And then also with the plus sign that really helps to uh, filter and keep your subscriptions and testing organized as well. And now, Life and Business Connect 
with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I share dance terminology and concepts across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. So at the beginning of the show, I talked about Strike a Pose, right? Did it make you think of the song Vogue from Madonna and that whole style of dancing, Strike a Pose? And I love that when it came out. It was very popular. And then voguing and punking and whacking, those dance styles have been around for a while. But she made that popular again in the mainstream. And I actually took class from one of the dancers that is featured in that video. His name is Oliver Crooms. I don't know where he is now, but I remember taking his class and really enjoying it. And that was quite a bit of time ago. <laughs> but anyway, our, our word for today in the dancer's dialect is dancer's pose or lord of the dance pose, as it's called in yoga. And the Sanskrit name, oh gosh, I hope I don't butchered this, is Natarajasana. And it comes from three words, Nata, which means dancer or actor, Raja means king, and Asana means pose. And so it's called king dancer pose as well in yoga. And you will see it in dance, obviously. And I love it. It's very challenging. And I've also linked information and also a video of how to get into it and ease into it in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 089. And some of the benefits of doing this pose is that it requires you to build full body strength, flexibility, coordination. It opens your shoulders, your chest, your hips, and it stretches you and strengthens your thighs, your ankles, and your core area. And so like with anything in yoga and yoga and dance together, which oh, is my favorite, then you will definitely improve as you're cross-training in both areas. One of the serendipities of doing physical things is that it improves your ability to concentrate and focus and it forces you to find ways to be calm while balancing and working on the things that you're working on. And it also forces you in a good way to focus your thoughts. And if you can focus your thoughts, then you will make progress. And then everything will look like it's effortless. And you'll have the gratification of knowing that your hard work is paying off. And now, anything goes with Freestyle Flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? State of mind, not date of birth. I don't remember where I first heard or saw this, but it has stuck with me ever since. And I was reminded of it again when I was on set with my son for one of his acting projects, which I've talked about before several times. <laughs> it's just been interesting, though, meeting different people, being in different environments. Very interesting. So this latest one, I had to get creative with my workouts. And that's usually what happens if we have these early morning calls that go really late. I have to fit in my exercise somewhere in there. And so I'm glad for the opportunity to do that. So I have to get creative with steps or with playground equipment or whatever happens to be their walls to practice my headstands or handstands or forearm stands. And so this last one, this nine-year-old girl said that she saw me practicing and she goes, oh, I can do that too. And, and she talked about how she was dancing, which was great. So we had that, that commonality to discuss. And she said, well, how do you do this? She saw me doing some core exercises on the swing and on the, uh, the monkey bars. And so we did them together and it was fun to hang out with her and during the break and, and how interested she was in what I was doing. I thought that was very cool 
for a nine-year-old to be wanting to engage with a much older adult. <laughs> and I say that because she ended up saying, you know, I finally met someone that is as flexible as me, but much older. And I took that as a compliment because I thought, you know what, it is about state of mind, not date of birth, because here I am, I could, I'm old enough to be her mother. And yet she's trying to keep up with me. And not to say that I'm this, you know, super, super duper athlete or anything like that. But it just reminded me that if you put your mind to something and you work on it and make consistent progress and go through all of it, despite how you're feeling, or if you're you think you're not making any gains, progress is progress. And it's really gratifying when you can make those steps and celebrate them. And so it was really cool to, to have that experience. I was so thankful for that. It really made my day. And I'll probably end up seeing her again as my son has worked on this show several different times. So it is about state of mind, not date of birth. It is about your mental attitude. And I've said before, I've been meeting more people, more and more people in the dance industry and in other industries that are in their 50s, 60s, 70s, and they are killing it. And it is so exciting for me and so inspirational for me that it is about state of mind, not date of birth. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. 1989. It was the year where the Berlin Wall came down, the first GPS satellite went into orbit, and the Dalai Lama won the Nobel Peace Prize. It was also the year that artists such as Paula Abdul, Janet Jackson, and Madonna were all over the charts, and I loved their music and still love their dance videos. So iconic still to me. And MTV was all over the place. In the dance world as well, Alvin Ailey passed away in this year, who is a leading figure in modern dance. If you don't know who he is, which who doesn't know who Alvin Ailey is, right? And Patricia McBride and Suzanne Farrell from the New York City Ballet gave their farewell performances. I am doing this session on the year 1989 because we are on session number 89 of the Dancepreneuring Studio. So I thought, oh, how... How interesting. Why am I thinking of this? Okay, so let's share some insights from this year. And I know some of you who are listening were not even around at this time. So at this time, there were no cell phones. There was no Apple iPhone. There was no, gosh, there was a lot of nothing. I was still talking on the phone quite a bit to my friends as I was in high school. I had just turned 18 that year. I was at this all-girls Catholic high school, which I think I've talked about before on the island of Guam, which is a US territory, if you don't know that still to this day, there are people that don't know what Guam is, which is interesting, because it is a US territory. And even more so they don't know that there are other little islands around there that form these chain of islands. And anyway, that's another story. But (laughs) so I was on this little island determined to get off so I could go study dance on the mainland. And I was also dancing at this place called Pacific Islands Club. They had just opened a dance program. Dance was very, very limited back then on this small little island. And I still remember to this day the conversation I had with the main choreographer. And I was working so hard. At least I thought I was working so hard and really trying the best that I knew how. 
And I remember her, I still remember, I could still see it. You know how some things you could still see so vividly in your mind and you could still even feel how you were feeling kinesthetically and emotionally and everything. And I remember her pulling me aside and everybody was still dancing and stuff and her saying, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that, that you're working so hard and you've lost a lot of weight, but I need you to lose more. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> but at, you know, it always seemed to be like that. I felt like whatever I did, it was never good enough. And so it got me to doing two things. Either I would try harder to prove myself or it would really just kind of tear away at my insides and make me retreat even more. But on the outside, I was still trying so hard, if that makes sense. So that was very interesting, (laughs) to say the least. But I still kept going and I still kept going back and I was still working hard. So I guess that was a good thing. And I remember also from during that year, I I told myself, I'm going to really work on performing more and and that kind of thing because I need to work on my performance and and get out there and stop being so shy and that kind of thing and of course I'm still working on that and so I remember being there's two things I remembered oh gosh number one we did this fundraising I participated in this fundraising telethon for this local tv station and I think I did a dance because it was October during Halloween. I did a dance that I choreographed myself to the Thriller song by Michael Jackson. And the next, it was during the weekend. So I come back to school on Monday and I get called into the principal's office. And she told me that the principal of another school, which was the other, there are two all-girls schools at the time on Guam. I think there might just still be those. No, actually, my my alma mater now is co-ed. But at the time, it was all girls, and there was another competing all girls school. So the principal of the other all girls school called my principal and told her that my dance was satanic. So, (laughs) okay, well, you know, it was Halloween, and I was trying to, I don't know, I don't know what I was thinking. I like the thriller song, so that's what I felt like doing. And okay, so that again chipped away at my self image, thinking, okay. I love to dance and I want to get better and I'm getting criticized. And at that time, my self-image just wasn't, I just couldn't handle it very well, but I kept going. And the, the third thing was a production of Flower Drum Song, where I was so happy during this. It was just such a great experience for me because I got to dance and got to wear cool costumes and Oh my goodness, I loved rehearsal, even though the choreographer was really intense and aggressive and yelled a lot and threw chairs a lot. (laughs) I don't know if it was at the time the persona of, okay, I need to be this hard-nosed choreographer that is, I don't know if that makes sense. (laughs) There might still be choreographers like that. I don't know. I haven't been in that situation since, since then. So anyway, I remember one number where we had to do a partner dance. Gosh, I still remember it too during rehearsal. And he had to change the choreography for me because my partner, the other boy, could not lift me because I was too heavy for him. Okay, another chip away at my self-image, right? I'm too fat, I'm too heavy, and I dance like I'm satanic. (laughs) So... 
But despite all that, you know, it's it's silly looking back at it now, right? How much those words and those experiences chipped away at my self-image. And looking back, okay, yeah, it's easy for me to say now I'm older and to say, you know, it's silly. But then, you know, I, it was really a lot of feelings I was going through. And I think that instead of berating myself that I felt these things and I went through those things and not handled it the way that I would now, knowing, you know, what I know now, it has shaped what I've been through and it's been a learning experience. And so, again, it's such a great thing to go through different experiences this way, even if they're not perfect and even if the outcome is not what you want. It's still a learning experience and celebrate everything about it. Celebrate what you've come through in your journey, whether it's dance or something else. We all have things we can celebrate. These were pivotal points in my life that now I'm sitting here in this sound lab having this conversation with you and I am so incredibly grateful for this journey. What is one thing that you've made progress on this past year that you're celebrating? I would love to hear about it. And you can go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash 089, where you can also find the show notes to the session. And if you found this podcast helpful or any of the other sessions helpful, I would really appreciate a rating, a review, and for you to subscribe on either iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And that way I can continue improving the podcast and give you a shout out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. I really appreciate the time you've spent with me, and I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. Let's talk soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com, all rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.